Greetings and welcome to the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila. And since I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So for me, it is um, Saturday, March 13th. It is 7.18 a.m. I've been up since about 4 a.m. Okay, so a lot has been going on in my mind this morning. I've been tossing and turning, trying to figure out just, I don't know, I, 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 was, I was tossing and turning and I decided I need to read my Bible. And then like, I started reading it a little bit and then I saw that Jessica Reedy had went live and I'm like, why is she up right now? So I clicked it and she starts talking about um, different things that she was, she was talking about uh, in James 1, where basically it was talking about um, your patience, uh, that out of, out of the testing of your faith comes patience or endurance, you know, and then once, you know, that's been that's complete and in its entirety, then you'll be perfect wanting nothing. And when she was talking about it and then she was talking about don't be, um, don't be uh, uh, envious of, of those people who seem to prosper in their way, you know, who are going in a wicked way. And she was saying, just because it looks like it's working doesn't mean that it is. And when she said that, she started going into money and different things like that. But it hit, it struck a chord in me differently, and it made me think about. It made me think about my husband. This whole separation. I have been kind of mad at him. Not kind of. I have, let me just be transparent and real here. I was mad at my husband because I was like, wow, he just left me and he's doing so good without me. And he's this and he's that. He ain't worried about nothing. He ain't, you know, he's over there with his mom and, you know, he he's doing this and that. And I'm left here with all these bills and he just chilling. And when she said that, it hit me a certain way. Like, wait, you know what I mean? Because I don't know. I don't know what's going on uh, in his mind. I don't know if he suffers any torment due to the separation. I don't know if God talks to him and he just shuns it away. I don't know. You know, um, I can't say he's winning just because he left me. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times... I um I look at myself and this is like y'all I'm being transparent this morning. I look at myself and the mirror and there have been times that I've been like, ugh. Ugh, this is what he saw when he was looking at you. No wonder he left you. You know? I'm just being real with y'all, y'all. I'm being raw. I'm being raw. Like, I've looked at myself and just looked at myself like, 
he left you because you're ugly, you're unbearable, you're this and you're that, you know, and over time I've been able to shut those things down, but they still try to come back up. Like he left you because of this. He left you because of that. He's doing so good without you. He don't miss you. Girl, bye. He don't went on with his life. Like you don't even matter. And really, in all actuality, I'm lying. I'm being a false witness. I don't know anything about what he's feeling or anything. So I'm making it up. So I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm coming up with my own narrative. I'm coming up with my own scenario. I'm coming up with my own. Like, I just think I know it all. I don't know anything. But y'all, in the process of me just um, listening to different things, you know, I, I I was listening to Jessica Reedy, but then when she started kind of taking it in a different direction, you know, the, the God versus mammon thing. And that just, you know, when I caught the revelation of what I was catching the revelation on, I exited out and I went to read the word because I was just thinking, cause I've been uh, reading on love, you know, and one of the things y'all, and excuse me, I'm trying to keep myself together. Cause I feel some tears. I feel some emotion welling up. But I've been reading about love and I've been reading about the confidence we have in God. And I've been reading about um, that, that, that in perfect love, like love there, there is no fear in love. And so the whole time we've been separated, I've just been fearing, well, what if he moves on? Well, what if he does this? Well, what if he does that? You know? Why am I fearing any of it? Yes, I sincerely love my husband. I don't believe he knows how much. And that's my fault because I'm always trying to appear strong. I'm always, you know, protecting myself. Even from him, I've been protecting myself. You know, not wanting to show any type of whatever, whatever, you know, and just trying to be strong. Like, you know, if I feel like, if I feel like he's lacking in an area, I pick up on that and I, and I just try to be strength in that area. And I've overstepped my boundaries is what I'm noticing. I stepped into his role a lot of times and I stepped on my husband's toes. I stepped on his toes when I didn't listen. I stepped on his toes when when I didn't listen and, and when I didn't listen what I did was I set him up for failure. Because if he said no about something, but to me, it made logical sense to do something. It's like, no, well, you know. And I'm not going to go into detail about everything because some things need to be protected. 
But in those times where I felt like I was, oh, okay, so he he can't do it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna do it. I stepped on his toes and I was wrong and I had to repent this morning. And then as I repented, God began to show me all the times that I stepped on my husband's toes, that I stepped into his role. And I was blown away. I was blown away. I thought that I was being a great wife because I was doing things even he didn't even have to ask me to do stuff. I Oh, I'm going to do this. This is going to help him. Instead of listening to what he says and hearing not right now. I wouldn't hear not right now. I would just hear no. And I didn't like it. And I'm like, well, shoot, I got the funds to do it here. Let me, you know, he warned me about certain things. And I would just be like, well, no. And I would just talk him into it, talk him into it. And he was like, mm, okay. Because in my mind, I was making logical, like, sound choices. Not seeing the aftermath of it, not seeing beyond what he was saying, because it wasn't even my, it wasn't even my job to look beyond what he was saying. It was my job to say, okay, let his yay be yay, nay be nay, and me, even if I didn't understand it, okay, and submit to it. When I didn't submit to his authority and when I went beyond what he said yes to or beyond what he said no to, when I went ahead of him, y'all, I, I got this visual. Right after I had repented, I got this visual. And, and ladies, this is what we look like. Women, this is what we look like to this is what we look like. I got a visual of me going ahead of my head. And the visual that I got, have you ever seen those um, scary movies where somebody's, their body is like distorted and crawling in a certain way? Like their hands, they're like crawling on their fingertips and their, 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 their knees are bent in a certain way and they're, they're, crawling forward their head is back but they're just their body is going forward without their head the head is still attached but they're just the body's going first and I got a picture of that and it just looked like something from hell to me it looked very demonic and ladies what I want to say to you <clears throat> is this if your husband is there and you're going ahead of what he's telling you to do, you are being demonic. I'm going to say that again because somebody's doing it. And if I could go back and say this to me, I would. Take heed to what I'm saying to you. If your husband 
It's not moving forward on something, but you begin to move forward thinking that you're right and he's wrong, even if you feel that he really is wrong. You're being demonic. You're being sinful because it's unrighteous to to step into the leadership role when that's not your role. Your role is to help. You are moving ahead of your husband, thinking, okay, he said no, but he just don't understand. Watch, when I do this, he's going to see that it really is beneficial in my way. It really is better. When you're doing that, you're being demonic. You are causing your body to move in ways it was not designed to move in. Your whole unit, your family, your 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 husband, yourself, and your kids, that's a body. He's the head of the body of your home. And when you move before him, you're being demonic, you're being sinful. And please, I'm asking that you repent to God first and to your husband and submit. Please, y'all. Warning comes before disaster. Please hear me. If I could go back, if I could go back and tell myself, what I wouldn't give to go back, what I wouldn't give to get a redo. Y'all, don't move ahead of your husband. You're setting him up for disaster. You're setting yourself up for disaster because if he fails, you fail. Do you know what you look like? Do you know what you look like? When you're not allowing your husband to stand upright and be at the head, at the top of that body, to see things, see your husband if he's the head and he has the eyes, he has the ears, he has the mouth. If your husband is the head, he has the eyes, the ears, and the mouth. He has the brain. He has all of that. And guess what? That brain, it, it controls the nervous system, the whole everything, your hands. And so... You and your children, y'all are the hands and the arms and the legs and y'all are the rest of the body. Now, your head, your head, he, um, he controls, he like, he, he, he tells the rest of the body what to do. But if you don't move, if you're, if you don't, if your hand doesn't like it, your head, the head, the mind, 
controls the nervous system and tells your hand to move. And your hands move. Your feet move. Your toes wiggle. Because your mind just told it to do that. Your mind is what's controlling the rest of it. And I, and I, and I know some people are frowning at their word control. And I don't mean it in an ugly way. I don't mean it in a derogatory, demeaning way. Stop being defensive about everything. Get out your feelings. Stop looking at control as a bad word. Stop looking at submit as a bad word. I'm not cussing at you. I'm telling you what the word says to do. So... Please know your place. Please take heed to what I'm saying. And if you don't want to listen to me, go read the Bible. Look up every scripture on a wife. Know your role and get in it. Know your role, get in it, and stay in it. Don't move out of it. Don't think you know better than your husband. And if you do, you take that to God. But don't you move without him. Because when you move without him, you're discouraging him. Because you're telling him that you don't trust him. You're telling him that he's, he don't know nothing. You know better than him. You can do this on your own, basically, is what you're saying. I can do this on my own. But you don't want to do this on your own. So stop doing things on your own. <laughs> stop doing things on your own. I didn't know that by my disobedience and by my not listening to my husband that I was destroying my marriage. I knew the word and what it said. I wasn't studying it at that time, but I knew because I've been in church my whole life, I've studied the word, but the first thing I should have did was studied my role again. See, because I studied it when I was single, years before I met him. But what I failed to do is I didn't go back and study it when I was first in it or before I came into it again. I didn't do a refresher course. I knew the basics, but over time, I mean, and because I wasn't in that role, I didn't have to exercise in it at that time. But y'all take heed to what I'm saying and get in your role and stay in it. Don't set your husband up for failure if he's telling you, no, I don't think that's a wise move. No, we shouldn't spend that money right there. Yeah, I know you want a bigger place, but, um, Nah, I can handle the bills here. You know what I mean? Listen to him. Listen to him. Don't go get some bigger house and then when he's struggling to pay the bills or whatever, then you looking at him like, ah, you set him up for failure doing that. Don't do that. Submit to your husband. Even if you feel like he doesn't know better than you, you go to God and let God 
communicate with him because then that gives him his role back. You go to God, God takes it to him. So it comes to the head first. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't take it to him and say, this is what we should do. No, you take it to God and say, God, is this what we should do? If so, can you communicate that to my husband? Can you tell him that for me? Use wisdom, you guys. Use wisdom. And going forward, I know I will. <laughs> Definitely use wisdom. I will. I'm learning not to fear. I'm studying love and what love really is and what it does and what it doesn't do. It doesn't keep records wrong. It doesn't boast and do all these different It's not puffed up. It's not plowed. So if you're really saying that you love your husband, go and read the word and what it says on love. If you can check off all those boxes, then you know you're walking in some perfect love. But if not, it's not to say you're failing. It's to say there's opportunity to do better in that area. There's an opportunity to progress and be better and do better. That's all it's saying. It's not saying you're failing. You're not failing. Don't look at it that way. Look at it as an area to improve. I can improve. Oh, 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 I didn't do this. Oh, okay. So if I love my husband, then that means I'm supposed to do this. Oh, I'm supposed to do that. Oh, let me not keep records and wrongs. Well, last week you did this. And no, let me not do that to my husband because that means that I'm not, I'm not walking in love when I do that. Oh, so I'm not supposed to be puffed up and proud and say I know better than you and go and do something that you advised me not to do. I'm not proud and puffed up. Oh, but I was last week. Oh, but I was last night. That's just a moment, you guys, to repent and do better. And when you know better, you do better. Because if you don't, that's just pure ignorance and silliness. That's foolishness. We've got to come out of our foolishness. And even though my husband is not still here, physically, in my home, he is still my head and I must submit. And in the meantime, because he's not here telling me what to do, I have to, I've always got to listen to God, but God is going to instruct me because God communes with him. God knows him and God is relaying messages to him too. But if I'm moving out of my way saying, oh, I'm just going to do this. I ain't got no instruction from God or my husband. And I'm just saying, well, I'm just going to take it in my hands and do this. I might miss out on my blessing. I might miss out on the softening of his heart and him coming back. But then I'm still in my own way at that moment. Then you, oh, you ain't changed. Never mind. Wisdom and everything. I love you guys. And that's why I'm saying this to you. I love you all. And I do care about every single one of your marriages I care know that I care so much 
for your marriages. I want to I want to see others' marriages prosper, regardless of what happens to mine. see y'all make it. I want to see y'all be successful. I want to see be married for 50 plus years for the rest of your life to that same person submitting, loving each other, doing each other right and hearing well done by good and thy faithful servant. And we all commune together and be one big happy family in heaven. I want that for all of y'all. I want it for all of you. If um, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, get to know him. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will bring all things. He, he will bring all things to your remembrance. That's what the Holy Spirit does. So when you get to know God and when you ask him to come into your life when you believe on him when you believe when you have faith and you believe that he died and he rose three days later that he went down to hell in that time and he took back the keys he took back the authority he took back the authority for you on your behalf so he could give it to you and when he gives it to you is when you ask him to come into your life forgive me for sniffling huh? but you guys I want y'all to know you say how can you love me Naila, how can you love me? You don't know me, but how can I love God? I've never seen him. God has commanded me to love my brothers and my sisters. And when I do that, that's how, how you know that God is in me. And that's how, how I love God is by loving my brothers and sisters and keeping God's commandments. That's how I love you guys. And I do love you all without seeing you without knowing your name personally. If I only cared about my marriage, I would not come and say these things to you. It is not your responsibility of how your husband treats you or how your wife treats you. It is your responsibility how you treat them. Doesn't matter. I don't care what they did. Doesn't matter. If you are responsible for treating them right, you are responsible responsible for loving them. You are responsible for protecting their hearts. You. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I invite you now to do that. I invite you now to do that. Repeat after me. Say, Lord, <laughs> I'm a sinner. I acknowledge my sin and ask that you forgive me for my sins. Lord, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you died and you rose again on the third day that you took all my sin, that you took all my afflictions, that you took 
everything on the cross for me. I will not continue to put you back on that cross by sinning. I confess my sins to you and ask that you forgive me. I ask that you come into my life. Lead me. Guide me. I accept you, God, into my heart. And I accept the Holy Spirit as my leader and my guide. And I thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done and everything that's going to happen for me going forward because I am in communion with you. Yes to your will, yes to your way. I will keep your commandments. Amen. Now, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there, you guys. Now you have to obey. Trust and obey. There's an old song by Tremaine Hawkins that my mother used to listen to when we were little, little, little in the 80s. And it said, Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Then to trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. to trust and obey. You guys, trust and obey God. Know that I love you. Know that I'm praying for you. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram. Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.